This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Thanks very much, Paul. Uh, you're listening to Saturday Magazine on Joy 94.9. Our next guest is a sessional academic uh, in children's literature and creative writing from Victoria University. Um, welcome, Sarah. I-, I would just first of all just like to check with you how to pronounce your surname correctly so I don't get it wrong. <laughs> no worries. I get that question a lot. Um, it's McCrisky. McCrisky. That's great. Sarah, yeah. welcome to Sa- Saturday Magazine. Thank welcome, you. Sa- welcome, Sarah. It's uh, Macca here. I... Um, I read, you know, this fantastic piece that you've uh, penned in the conversation and it's about, uh, you know, so our listeners know that the owner of uh, independent Victorian bookstore chains, Chain Robinsons, has Mm. got a bit of flack for a Mm. series of since-deleted social media posts, including a list of books we don't need. Mm. And... Basically, uh, the post said we we don't the list of books we don't need includes hate against white Australians, socialist agenda, equity over equality, diversity and inclusion, left wing government propaganda, the mm. woke agenda that divides people. Does this person also believe the earth is flat? <laughs> it honestly would not surprise me. It really would not. Um, what a thing to say, and it just I I am just so floored by it, honestly. Especially because none of it is true. This is all in in this person's kind of little bubble of existence of of feeling threatened because the completely white cis straight representation, you know, that she used to know is is now, you know, slightly being dented. Um, by diversity in the publishing industry. So it's it's really worrying when you think that a, a bookstore owner of like a chain of bookstores yeah. in Melbourne could have that attitude. It really, I mean, I love books and some of my friends mm. would actually say that books are a fetish of mine. I have, <laughs> and they are. Look, we I might ha- have the same friends, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, I love books. Uh, I love hard, you know, uh, printed books. Uh, I'm not a – I don't read digital books because I actually like the Mm. physical thing of holding a book. Yes, I agree. Probably if it was digital, I'd be in less trouble with my partner. But, (laughs) again, books – you know, bookshops are always – well, not always, certainly in the last decade have struggled uh, Mm -hmm. to be sustainable. And, Mm. you know, they're competing with – uh, online booksellers uh, and, you know, some of the large retail chains that are selling books mm. at a discount. So I would have thought, you know, you're actually the owner of an independent bookshop chain. You would – and, yeah, if you don't want to read these books, that's fine. Mm. That's mm. fine. But to actually be saying this, I would have thought you'd want to encourage people to come into your book sh- bookshop and mm-hmm. – you know, perhaps uh, this person should just label some of the shelves woke to the left. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. It's yeah, it was a really terrifying statement in a way because it really showed this person's privilege to start with. Because mm. I mean, who else would have the 
the platform to make a statement like that. And I mean, the statement was very clear. They've since, uh, Robinson's, the bookshop itself, their representatives have since um, issued an apology saying that things were misinterpreted. But the, the message was very clear. There's no misinterpretation there. And uh, Horman, the, um, the owner, she says that uh, basically that she doesn't want to stock these books um, because apparently, according to her, we're not focusing on public opinion, which is that we uh, apparently uh, we want more white stories, um, <laughs> which I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know where she's getting it from is the scary thing, too, because I'm thinking, well, what public opinion? Yours? Like just the people that you know and socialise with? Because that's not actually the public opinion at all. And all we've had for many, many years is white stories. It's actually a good thing that we're diversifying and showing that this is not, um, <laughs> if you like, uh, a very Eurocentric country. Of course it is, but it's nice to know that we are getting more diverse and inclusive in what we're doing. Um, the idea that this could be seen as a bad thing by someone that owns a bookshop chain is distressing. I mean, you know, in their in their, I don't know whether to call it a mea culpa, an apology, or something that perhaps they thought of one night after a a night <laughs> a, a night out, and said, while some genres are overflowing on the shelf, others are noticeably bare. Positive stories with men mm. and boys as the hero are also missing from the mix. Neither Suzanne mm-hmm. Horman nor Robinsons are making a value judgment on this observation. Well, mm-hmm. you know, perhaps you need <laughs> perhaps you need to have some values to make a judgment. Suzanne apologises so. if people have taken this comment as a negative reflection on an excellent range of diverse books. Oh dear mm. me, Suzanne. Mm. Um, mm. Well, I love books, but I know where I buy my books from, mm-hmm. and it won't be there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. No, it and won't that's be what's there. Really sad about it. Is um it's it's quite uh, an accessible bookstore because they have so many um there's you know a big chain of them I think there's seven stores yeah and it's really distressing to think that in an industry that is as you say really struggling a lot of a lot of people are now not comfortable or don't even feel safe going into one of those bookstores mm. that's just terrible. Uh, Sarah, I was just thinking as well. I know and probably. There's a perception that people, sort of, you know, in their child or adolescent periods now, are totally digital, looking on on their devices. But I do still feel that there's a, a large section of of that community population where they're wanting to use, you know, to look at books. And I think you need to represent oh, yeah. those people because they, they'll still be looking for people that that they feel um, allied to, and I think as role yeah. models as well. I think that's part part of the concern, probably, from some of the more right wing parts of society as well but I think you you know it's mm. so important for people to have those areas where they can find uh, characters you know and role models absolutely that's what um part of my PhD research was on the importance of representation and what that yeah. does for mm. children and young people mm. and importantly what it does when it's not there or when representations are skewed or stereotyped or what have you um, the impact it has on a young person's life, it honestly really does affect every aspect of their life. Um, their education, their ability to make and retain friendships, their sense of self and self-esteem, all these things are impacted by representation or lack thereof. Uh, you just cannot 
uh, emphasise really just how important it is to have that. So the idea of um, a bookstore owner wanting to minimise or ostracise people different to her is really, it's beyond awful. It really, really is. And (laughs) I can't help but, you know, another, another statement she made, and you sometimes wonder whether people actually read things before they post them on social media. Clearly, yeah. in a lot of cases, they don't. Mm-hmm. Um, what's missing from bookshelves in store? Positive male lead characters of any age, any traditional nuclear white family stories, kids' book ju- kids picture books with just white kids on the cover. Hello? Mm-hmm. And no, mm-hmm. this is... this is a, angry a, about that. It gets worse. I mean, it, you know, it's a broad church, but I think it needs an exorcism for her. Uh <laughs> And no, and no wheelchair, rainbow, or Indigenous Um, art. We want non-Indigenous Australian history. Look, Mm -hmm. absolutely, this person is entitled to their view. I, you know, categorically don't agree with it. Mm. You you know, you run a you run a chain of bookstores on the basis that people, you know, less numbers of people than in the past are going to be coming into a bookstore. I encourage people to go into bookstores. Because actually standing there and looking at the books and, you know, picking them up, having a look, you know, and then, oh, look, just up there on the right, there's another book. Oh, you know, there's there, which you don't get when you're browsing digitally. Mm. Um, But, you know, you want to encourage people to buy books? Well, you know, if a bookstore only sold the books you like, that this person likes, (laughs) I don't know to be a chain of seven. Mm. Anyway. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely right. Look, thank you so the, much um, for writing the piece. Uh, I'll, I'll let you have a oh, no, ha- no, no, have a have a, a final comment, please. Oh well, I was just going to say uh, when you were saying about her statement there, um, what really stood out for me was when she says um, books with just white kids on the cover. Oh. What a statement to make! The idea that there's not enough white representation unless it's only white representation. Yeah. Yeah, so quite a statement to make. So, yes, like you, I will not be going back to Robinson. Um, but hopefully, oh, I mean, hopefully they can learn from this and grow from this. But, yeah, I'll be taking my business elsewhere, definitely. Yeah, same here. Thanks so much, Sarah. Um, hope you find another bookshop closer that you, that you can <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> feel comfortable with. You are on. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. A pleasure. Thanks, you are on Saturday Magazine Joy 94.9 with Macker and Liam. Stay with us. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.